You're listening to TBD, a podcast for brilliant coaches, consultants, helpers, and healers creating their best work and their most meaningful contribution. I'm your host, Megan Hale, business strategist and thought partner to help you distill your wisdom into your most potent offers and the multiple six figures that go with it. I'll be the first to tell you though, as someone who's done it, this path is far from a straight line. There are highs, there are lows, and so many moments of uncertainty in between. But if there are two things I know to be true, it's you always know what you need to know when you need to know it. And the next right step is always on its way. Let's do this. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So funny story, right after I committed to this podcast, I knew that this episode was one that I wanted to do pretty early on. Because where I am in this season of business very much feels like there are some things that are going to have to unbecome uh, before they become anew, mostly because this brand name thing, which I promise I'm not going to keep on talking about in every episode, um, but it's significant because when something like this big starts to fall away, like it really does have a trickle down effect into like all of the things that are going to have to shift with it, right? From like a website to all of your website, copy to frameworks, trainings, to even like your Instagram bio, like there's literally not one single layer of my brand that does not need to be reassessed, if not completely rebranded as that process goes. Right. So that is completely overwhelming. (laughs) And truth be told, like I've been wanting to build a new website, uh, and a do a full rebrand for a while. Um, but that was chosen (laughs) and I still thought that I would be able to use my brand name and, and all of those things. Um, but I had really been dragging my feet on that just because doing a rebrand is a huge, huge, huge task. And I have been busy building other things that are also very, very huge tasks, like building out my core methodology and all of the curriculum that delivers that methodology. Like it has been a massive body of work just doing that this past year. So I knew that I didn't have the capacity to do a rebrand and now it's kind of being forced on. It is what it is. But I also knew (laughs) that the biggest reason that I was dragging my feet on the rebrand is that branding is deeply personal and it's also deeply clarifying. And I knew that there were going to be deeper questions that I needed to ask myself in order to have a rebrand really reflect, you know, who I am as a person, the work that I really do, the people that I most support and all of those things. And I think the strongest brands out there have really done that deep work to get clear on all of those pieces. And so I knew that that was coming. And with this uh, brand piece, with this brand name that I can't use anymore, that's just throwing a whole other wrench into the thing, but that's, it's fine. (laughs) We're going to keep going. It'll be what it'll be. However, anytime something this big starts to fall away, Um, it asks you to take like a big step back, right. And to really get perspective and to get some objectivity. And so that's kind of what I've been doing. And I've been taking a big step back from my business. So like, how how do I want all this to look? How do I want all this to function? What is the most supportive for people? What's going to get people the best results? Like I'm always an inquiry about that because I think that we should always be quality improving our work. And that is one of our biggest responsibilities as the leaders of our companies is to always be challenging ourselves in that way. And my personal goal is I want to get 100% results for my people. (laughs) 
which might seem unrealistic to you. But I also think that if you are very clear on the methodology that you need to be teaching, the curriculum that delivers that methodology in the best way possible, um, how your offers are really structured to deliver and facilitate the transformation that you are providing and the client's readiness and qualities and values and all of those things who are going to benefit the most from your work, that this is absolutely possible. But this is also a very long journey in which to figure out all of those pieces. Because if you have any background in analysis, you don't want to be playing with all of those variables all at once, because then it's going to be impossible, right? To figure out which one needs to shift. So as I look back on my own business journey, you know, I would say that I've had a lot of success. I think in the online space, we're taught to get to six figures and did that. We are taught to get to multiple six figures, did that. I've had multiple six figure launches. Like I've been chugging along over here, like working towards my first seven figure year, which I thought was going to be this year. And it could still be this year. I don't know what's going to happen, right? There's a lot of flux right now that's happening. But what I will say is the, the way that I'm approaching that goal and that dream is not really looking at the revenue as the end goal, but like what needs to be built in my business for that to be most probable and who do I need to be leading my business in order for that to be most probable. Now, one of the things that I'm also aware of is I, I feel like, you know, last year, <laughs> last year kind of beat me down a little bit. Um, it was a lot to navigate and hold when you go through like really big growth, really fast, you find edges that you didn't know that you had, you were dealing with things that you've never dealt with. You are navigating new waters. You're having to figure things out as you go. Like it is a very messy, vulnerable process. And I think losing this brand name, I'm kind of like, God, here's this other thing that I have to navigate now. And like, I just don't want to. <laughs> Like, I just don't want to. And I think there's so much personal development stuff out there. Of like, you just need to become the next version and blah, blah, blah. Like, I just, sometimes I'm just tired of becoming, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm tired. I'm tired of that. Like, I just want the version of me right here, right now to be the version that is needed for like everything that is to come. That's kind of where I'm at. So I just wanted to mention that because I needed to get that off my chest first and foremost. <laughs> and two, I think that it is very common for a lot of us who are out here building our dreams. I mean, it is no small thing to go and build something from nothing, my friends. It is no small thing to put your heart out into the world and to try and make a difference with your gifts. Like that's no small thing. And it's tiring. It's a lot. It is a lot. And I used to think that, you know, that if you were tired, it meant that you were burnt out. And I don't think that's the case. I think that it's just tiring because there's always a new problem to solve. And that's one of the things that I actually love about entrepreneurship because it never gets boring, but it's also something that I think can wear you down over time, especially when you've been navigating like a lot of growth edges over like a consistent period of time. And that's kind of where I'm at. I'm just like, damn. There's been a lot to navigate. And now here's this other thing. And I'm just like, oh, another mountain to climb. Damn it. <laughs> I don't want to climb a mountain right now. So I'm just noticing that about myself. And I think it's also making me take notice with something that I have said in the past that I'm really starting to renegotiate 
with myself. And that is this, I used to think that you needed to be like all in on something. And like, you had to kind of like burn all boats. Right. And like, this is the only thing like gotta be all in. You can't second guess it. You can't be ambivalent. You can't think about quitting. You can't like whatever that is. Right. And now I, I really don't think that I agree with that anymore. <laughs> and I think that it's actually doing a, a big disservice, this whole concept of being all in because it's normal for you to kind of romanticize what it would be like to not have to navigate all these problems, right. To not have to figure out this next thing that needs you to learn this new thing. So then you can do that thing. Like it's, it's constant learning. It's constant evolution, which I think is such a gift and please do not get me wrong. I am not complaining about any of this. I think it is such a privilege to be able to, to have a business and to, see the impact that you're able to have in the world and to see that things are working and all of these beautiful pieces. Like it is amazing. And also there's a trade-off with that. There is a trade-off that we have to continue evolving. We have to continue navigating obstacles. We have to continue being in vulnerable situations where we're having to do stuff we've never done before. And people expect us to get it right. Right. Like there's a lot of things that happen along this journey that for any normal person, you'd be like, damn, it's just a lot. And it is, it is a lot. So when I started this podcast, there are a couple of things that were floating in the back of my head. I'm like, one, I know that this is going to be a journey of me unbecoming and kind of doing it publicly of like, I don't know how all of this is going to impact my business. I don't know how all of this is going to shake out. I don't know what this will end up changing. You know, I, who knows? I'm open to whatever that looks like. And I know that I'll figure it out. But I think the other thing that was coming through was like really giving myself the permission to unbecome publicly and just go there. What would happen if you just go there? And I think the permission that I've had to give myself is, you know, the past three years of my business, especially, I feel like I have specifically put myself in containers and chosen specific mentors who have been completely brilliant people to learn from. And I have gone and modeled my business after a lot of these mentors and I've built this huge thing and it's great. I mean, it's amazing in lots of ways. It's given me a beautiful container to build out my body of work and all of the curriculum that I built out this last year and really take a lot of the intuitive processes that I've guided a lot of clients through and create more systems around, which I think is a, one of the biggest challenges for a lot of my clients, especially when we have a lot of intuitive gifts. We're like, how do we teach this at scale? Um, and so that's been great. And also I feel like the deeper I've gotten into business-focused containers, the more I've been around seemingly best practices for creating content that's always tied to thought leadership and expertise. And look, I have a lot of that to share, but when you're about to unbecome on the internet, the last thing you need is the pressure to speak from only the things you have figured out. So I knew starting the show and this conversation was going to have to be bigger than that. And that feels somewhat terrifying <laughs> and also very freeing. The other thing I'm aware of starting the show and starting to take a step back to look at my framework and business and all of these other things is that I'm also aware, and maybe even have been feeling for some time, that the way I've modeled my business has also been around seemingly best practices if you want to scale. And truth be told, like they've been successful. And I am very grateful that I have learned from those who have figured some of those things out. But I'm also a firm believer that we have to learn the rules or best practices first before we can start to break them, before we can really evaluate how something 
something feels for us? Does this feel true? Does this work for me? And those are some of the questions I'm starting to ask myself at this stage of business. You know, I think in the early years, the process is kind of unnerving and you can kind of even feel like let down in the sense that you follow some of the common recommendations only to do them and find that no, like this is not me, or this is not work for my values, or this only works for you or whatever that looks like. And this stage is really, really important. It reminds me of what Rob Bell talks about with conventional wisdom, which is like how things are typically done. That really allows you to move to post-conventional wisdom to how you want to do them, the way that really works for you and how you want to walk through the world, right? And learning the conventional way gives you structure and perspective to use as an anchor point. So I feel like this is a, a big piece. And so what I'm doing is I'm starting to unzip some of that, which to me is a great thing, especially to be able to do it without disappointment, just as a part of acceptance of knowing like I've learned a lot of things the past few years that have created a lot of success, just like mentors said that it would. But now I really want to re-envision and truly make what I've learned mine. And that means how can I make this better than what currently exists in the world? How can I do this differently where it's not just standing in my values, which my business already is, but how can it more deeply stand in my strengths and how I want to feel day in and day out? And that feels like such an exciting exploration and a meaningful one as I figure out some other really big things in my business. But the thing I've also been thinking about is what this past year has been for me, because truth be told, if it wasn't as challenging as it was with so many damn mountains to climb, I really feel like this brand name thing likely wouldn't feel like the big mountain it does right now. Like, I feel like I'd be able to roll with it with a little bit more ease and maybe a little bit more acceptance. Like, okay, no big deal. Like, we'll just figure this out. Right. And what do I contribute to this past year, like being harder than it needs to be? <laughs> so that's something that I've really been reflecting on. And I'm acutely aware that I fell into some old thinking where eventually this whole business thing would feel easier. Okay. And I mean, what I know to be true is I threw out that old laptop lifestyle BS like a long damn time ago. Okay. Like there is no such thing as like building this thing once and then cashing in on it forever and ever without lifting a finger again. Okay. That's not it. But I do recognize that I've fallen into that story. Like our macro culture feeds us that eventually you just ride off into the sunset when you've done X, Y, Z. And the truth is there are lots of things that have gotten easier as I've grown, but for every single thing that's gotten easier, a new hard thing has shown up in its place. And because of that, it is so easy to not even notice that certain things have gotten easier, let alone celebrate them because you're already figuring out the next thing that needs your attention or building the next thing and so on. Right. And so I was watching Stutz on Netflix the other day and I'm only halfway through it, but Jonah Hill's psychiatrist said something brilliant and so incredibly simple and like literally the most brilliant things always are right. But he said, there are three guarantees in life, pain, uncertainty, and constant work. And it really made me take pause, especially his choice of saying constant work versus hard work. And that's it. Because one of the things that beat me down a bit last year that has made me tired <laughs> Just the idea that maybe at some point the work gets less and it doesn't, I mean, it's somewhat obvious when you say it out loud, but I know I cannot be the only person who's caught themselves here thinking that if you just get to a certain place, right, that there'll be a payoff and that payoff that you're most wanting is ease, but not just any type of ease. Okay. Because that will 100% show up like ease will 100% show up. Certain things absolutely do get easier, but the idea that ease will be everywhere, at least for just a moment, right? To stand on the mountain where nothing needs anything more from you. It's complete. It's done. In business, 
nor life work that way, my friends. And I have definitely caught myself there last year of like, oh yeah, I, I was thinking that once I did this, then it would all be like easeful and yeah, greatly disappointed, <laughs> greatly disappointed. Now, the other thing that has contributed to my tiredness is the way I treated myself last year. And it was not my best. There were so many moments going through all these growth edges where I expected myself to have wisdom I hadn't gained yet, experience I hadn't lived through yet, and perspective I hadn't earned yet. And it was completely, completely unfair to do that to myself. You know, I've spent a lot of money learning from people two to 10 steps ahead of me. And some of those investments have truly been about like learning skills but also decisions and perspectives. I really wanted to learn from other people's mistakes and hopes I could avoid making the same ones or at least mitigate the risk. And I'll be the first to tell you, I have been greatly, <laughs> greatly disappointed with that investment strategy, not because the people I've invested in have let me down. I've learned a lot of things to definitely do and lots of things to not do. And that's worth its weight in gold to me, but you cannot buy your way out of the mistakes you'll inherently make. No one can save you from that not even yourself, <laughs> not even practicing deep discernment and doing your due diligence and seeking consultation from mentors and peers to make sure you're seeing things from the broadest perspective. You will make decisions that don't pan out the way that you thought they would. You will make choices that work out great for some and not as great as others. You will create timelines that you think are spacious and that are honoring your capacity that end up being too much in the end. You will disappoint people. And when you care, maybe too much, which is a whole other podcast episode, I can assure you that is hard. It is really hard and these things cannot be avoided. I want them to be, I so want them to be. And also this is part of the vulnerable journey of learning, of getting things wrong or not getting things entirely right. And I don't think that these are the pieces that contributed to the tiredness for me. It was my relationship to those things. It was expecting myself to get things entirely right when I was doing things for the first time. Like how unfair was that, right? <laughs> so anyway, Definitely reflecting on a few things as I start to step back and look at not just my brands, but the person I'm being for myself first and foremost, and what it looks like to partner more deeply with this current version. It is so, so easy to struggle seeing how much you're holding and how great of a job you're doing while holding it. And perspective can be a journey to arrive to my friends, like to get enough distance from things. Right. And it feels like that perspective always shows up like just a little bit late for me, like later than I want it to anyway. Right. <laughs> and if I could have gained it sooner, maybe there would have been more space for more compassion to move in sooner too. And the struggle wouldn't necessarily be as great. And that's definitely something I'll be working on this next year among building like a whole new brand, which no big deal. <laughs> but what I will say, is that it feels like the invitation this brand name is giving me. It's also ushering in the invitation to ask the hard questions with the right questions, you know? So that's what I'm kind of focusing on right here, right now, while also dancing with this new branding that wants to come through and all of those things will likely have to change to bring everything into full integrity and wholeness when all of these things start to match and come together. So all this to say, my friends, there's going to be a lot of unbecoming that I'm going to take you through in order to become again. But the freeing thing about this podcast is that it really gets to be a place where we connect and take behind the scenes journey of what this really looks like, right? which means not having it all figured out and starting to find more value with that. And that's also a very freeing and refreshing place to be. So we'll go ahead and wrap up this episode for today. But in case you're wondering what it's like to unbecome on the internet and share your behind the scenes to, I don't even know how many listeners we have, because this is a brand new show, but let's just say thousands of people. What I will tell you is it feels kind of freeing. 
I've always been somebody who feels the most expressed and most aligned when I'm sharing the truth of where I currently am and what's currently going on. I think that there's a a lot of pressure as entrepreneurs to appear like you have it all together all the time, that you have it all figured out, that everything is just going so great and swimmingly all the fucking time. And that's not real life. Like that is not real business. And I have invested with people that I thought had it all figured out. And all of us are just figuring it out, y'all. Like all of us are, okay? (laughs) There is no one person that understands how all of these things need to fit together in the perfect way. And even if they did, it would only be how things fit perfectly together for them and how they walk through the world. Nobody can do that journey for you, but you. Okay. So business is going to be full of ups and downs. There's going to be months where there are lower revenue months, months where there's higher revenue months, months where there are client issues, months where there are no clients at all, right? Like you're, you're having to take a step back and figuring some things out and taking pause or whatever that is prioritizing yourself over revenue and profit and all of those things. Like we are real humans doing real business and there is no, no static success out there. Okay. And so what I want to do is give us all a big permission slip to like drop that shit, drop it. You do not have to have it all figured out. Not everything has to be great, grand, and wonderful to be seen as successful, smart, talented, equipped. Okay. And I hope that this podcast is shifting us in that direction. So until next time, my friends, I am wishing you the courage to keep going, keep showing up, even when things feel uncertain and knowing, trusting, believing that the next right step is always on its way. See you soon.